I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, September 6th. A community meeting will be held next week regarding that new welcome center for migrants and homeless people that opened up last month at Eastern Nazarene College in Quincy. Mayor Thomas Koch and Ward 5 Councilor Chuck Phelan say the state will be holding that meeting next Tuesday, September 12th at 6.30 in the auditorium of the Central Middle School. Officials from the Executive Office of Health and Human Services, Executive Office of Housing and Livable Communities, Massachusetts Office for refugees and immigrants and representatives from ENC will all be at the meeting. The state opened up the Welcome Center at ENC to house 58 families to help deal with the migrant crisis facing Massachusetts, Bay State Community Services of Quincy, and a private shelter management firm are running the Welcome Center. Mayor Koch says he is concerned about the impact on city services, particularly the school system. Officials say they hope to get some questions answered at next Tuesday's meeting. The Quincy City Council has approved a series of land takings required to continue improvements to C Street. Officials in a special remote meeting last night unanimously approved 19 land takings to allow for the improvement project to continue between Ginger Betty's Bakery and the Adam Shore branch of the Thomas Crane Library. Property owners impacted by the land takings will be paid a total of $1.13 million in compensation. There will be both temporary and permanent land takings to accommodate the project. Some of the takings are for overhead utility wires. The project will make improvements for motorists, pedestrians, and bicyclists. The project is being funded by the state and federal governments. Ward 1 City Councilor Dave McCarthy says another community meeting about the project will be held before construction begins. The project's total cost is $12 million. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch announcing the Department of Natural Resources is currently overseeing a citywide inventory and survey of the city's more than 20,000 street trees. Tree warden Dan Cathcart is working with CN Utility Consulting to identify the size, species, and condition of every street tree in Quincy. The data will be collected and then shared with the public through the Natural Resources Urban Forestry Management Systems webpage. The project was made possible by funding provided by the mayor and approved by the city council. Certified arborists from the utility company will be canvassing neighborhoods wearing identification and bright vests to make them easily identifiable. The street survey work should wrap up later this month. More than 2,500 new trees have been planted across Quincy in recent years. More than 800 local children receive new backpacks and school supplies from Interfaith Social Services of Quincy during the month of August, easing the burden of back-to-school expenses for South Shore families in need. Generous donors and local businesses provided both backpacks and school supplies for families that utilize Interfaith's programs. Interfaith's Backpack Drive is one of several seasonal initiatives that the organization runs throughout the year designed to bring joy to children who may be growing up in difficult situations. 
program aims to make sure students start out the school year outfitted with the supplies they need to succeed. Interfaith's Backpack Drive is made possible through the support of many individuals, businesses, and organizations who donate backpacks, supplies, and monetary contributions during the summertime. Some of the volunteer groups include our Bella Insurance, IntelliCare, and Signet Electronic Systems, helping to sort the incoming donations and fill the backpacks with notebooks, pens, pencils, markers, and other supplies. A young Massachusetts woman is dead after she was involved in a crash with another vehicle on Interstate 495 in Foxborough that caused one of the vehicles to burst into flames. State police say this happened just after 5 yesterday afternoon on 495 South near the mile marker with the Interstate 95 interchange. The collision involved a 24-year-old Mansfield woman driving a 2018 Ford Escape and a 30-year-old Northeastern man driving a 2012 Hyundai Tucson. Investigators with the Norfolk County DA's office say the Ford was stopped in traffic a relatively short distance from the Interstate 95 interchange when it was struck by another southbound vehicle, the Hyundai. Authorities say the Hyundai became fully engulfed in flames right after the crash. Drivers of both vehicles suffered serious injuries. The woman taken to Sturdy Memorial Hospital in Attleboro, where she was pronounced dead. The man was taken to a Boston hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Crash remains under investigation. Massachusetts utility overseers are ordering Eversource and National Grid to split two of the coldest and often most costly months of the year into two procurement and billing periods, implementing an idea that Governor Mara Healy's office proposed when she was Attorney General eight years ago. The Department of Public Utilities said that ordering two of the state's three electric distribution companies to change their basic service periods for residential and small business customers to the six-month period of February through July and August through January is expected to mitigate large seasonal changes in basic service electricity supply prices and differences across electric distribution companies. The third distribution company, Unitil, already uses that schedule. The DPU says National Grid and Eversource both support that proposal. An offshore wind developer taking a major step to scrapping its initial plans for an installation in the waters off Martha's Vineyard. South Coast Wind, whose pair of successful bids represented a combined 1,200 megawatts of anticipated offshore wind power, agreed to pay utility companies $60 million to terminate contracts that the parties previously struck for the clean energy. The penalty would be divided into $32.4 million for Eversource, $27.3 million for National Grid, and $591,000 for Unitil. The utility companies would then credit the payments to their ratepayers through contract adjustments. The move makes official the developer's attempt to cancel existing contracts after months of warning that the project was no longer financially viable under the negotiated prices as a result of economic trends. Like Commonwealth Wind, another developer whose termination agreement won approval from state regulators 
South Coast Wind officials have signaled they plan to resubmit a bid for the project in the next state solicitation, hoping to secure a higher price for their project and its energy. The Department of Public Utilities will still need to give the green light to South Coast Wind's proposed termination agreement. If regulators sign off, the amount of already approved offshore wind energy in the state's pipeline would drop to just 800 megawatts after hitting a high of 3,200. The Healy administration seeking between 400 and 3,600 megawatts in the next round of bidding set to open early next year. Massachusetts must secure 5,600 megawatts by 2027 to comply with a state clean energy law. A check of business news. This morning, stocks pulled back yesterday. The Dow was down 195 points. The Nasdaq dropped 10. The S&P fell 18. Shares were lower in Europe and Asia. The dollar's down. The euro rose. Oil at $86 a barrel. Sports Rays beat the Red Sox in Tampa 8-6 in 11 innings. Play again tonight at 6.40 this evening. The National Weather Service forecast today, mostly sunny, hot, and humid, high of 89. Muggy tonight, low 69. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and humid, high of 93. Friday, hazy, hot, and humid, high 90 degrees. An isolated storm. Saturday, warm and muggy, high of 87. The boater today waves about a foot. A wind out of the north at 5 knots becomes southeasterly later today. High tide 515 this afternoon. Sunrise, 614 this morning, sets at 709 tonight. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Wednesday, September 6th.